we got to start talking about this other topic store, man, because it got a lot of stuff that's happening in Haiti right now that we haven't talked about in a while. Like True. the 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 cholera. What, what how did I say? Cholera. Cholera. Yeah. Like the, the they have a cholera outbreak right now in, in yep. Haiti. All the hospitals are packed. They don't know what to do anymore. People they, they're turning away people. Yo, and, and, and first it's, it's power generating and, and the power and the control of electricity. Once mean? you take the control of electricity out of their hands and let power run consistently, I'm sure it would help. But what what can I, what more can we do? But what send solar panels that they don't know how to set up or nobody is somebody gonna steal them? Like, oh yeah, because it was like robbing places and stuff for the for yeah. the power for the batteries and everything. Bro, if that's what I'm saying is. Knowledge is, is the scary part for them right now. If we teach them how to have their own electricity so they can run electricity and power, they're not gonna go, they're not gonna be resorting to all of this violence. But when we're hoarding electricity for the rich or for this person or that person playing favoritism, you're gonna have anarchy, you're gonna have chaos in the streets. Yeah, but back to the cholera, like what what do you think people should be able to do about that? Like, how is people it's still in 2022 still getting Things like cholera, like why? Why is it the sanitation not yeah. um, been been dealt with already by now? And and why? But at the same time, you, this is what I'm trying to say: is electricity, power, sanitation. That's that's all the the main necessities, the bare necessities, and they don't even have that. So that's why shit's rampant in the streets, bro. It's gonna be like a horrible a horrible show where it's gonna come with you know point um what what you call it sickness. After sickness, you're gonna you're gonna take down money. After money is taken down, then the government's taken down. After the government's taken down, a new regime takes over. It's all a process, bro, and it's disgusting because you you can start realizing it now. And a lot of the doctors that are over there is like trainees. They're not like real doctors that have been experienced for a long time. A lot of the yeah. doctors that that end up over there is like from Doctors Without Borders. I'm not saying. Doctors Without Borders is somebody to shit on because this is very um, heroic Yo, and it's very honorable that what they're people, doing. But a lot of the times it's people that... Way that, over their head, though. Right. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what to do. There's no they, there's a lot. There's, it's not enough seasoned and experienced doctors that are the ones that are being over there that can help with some of these cases and help with that. There's no health records. There's no, there's no, rec- there's no tracking... Of is this the right medicine? Is this the right regimen that they should be on? Is this where their health should be? Or half of the people, guess what? Just showed up to charge their phone. Yeah. So, and, like, and what she was, and what she was bringing up before is like with the robberies, like the the gangs in Haiti is outrageous right now. The gangs in Haiti is 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 is, is terrible. It's it's only can be comparable. To places like in 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 um in Africa, the Africa, way the Haiti's are running, Cuba, Korea. I had a conversation with a with a. I had a conversation with somebody at, at one of my jobs today, and he was like, "Yo, it, it's tough, but at the same time, like, what can you do? But adapt and get here on your own, and and hope the next person can do that too." But I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, "Yo, but you adapt a lot faster, whereas my people are seriously same age as me." Been here a few years and they still getting the dumbest stuff thrown at them and they're getting in jail. And if I don't show up, these guys are going to jail. Their lives are ruined if I don't show up. And 
I, I, you know what I mean? Like it's tough not to want to show up. Yeah. So you know I mean? right now, right now they got a bunch of Haitians who feel like the Biden administration should should um, designate those gangs as terrorists. Even if they designate them as terrorists, the U.S. does not negotiate with terrorists. So what? That means they're going to send U.S. troops to go in and just shoot up the country. Everyone That's that looks point. like a gang member gets shot up. No, but at least the at least you can do something against them within the law. You maybe you don't have to shoot them up, but you can arrest them and sanction them or, or do something. Or, get, you know what I mean? But that's the problem, though, is it as it goes up and down, who's in charge of these the the, the arresting? Who's what they want them to do, they want them to have economic sanctions on them, so they're not be they're not continuously being funded by politicians, by crooked politicians and things like that, or whoever, but it's by rich people who just have um securities who have gangs stuff like that you know what i mean but so I, that's I, that's I, why they want to do that but that just translates to me that the rich people that hire security whether the security are good people or not don't have the money to hire security anymore so now the poor people are going to start killing up the rich people like it sucks to say but like even before like remember the beginning episodes when i was like yo if they tint the windows then you're not going to know who's the bad guys who's the good guys yeah, you know it's 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 such a double a double edged sword. It's one of those things where it's like we can we can provide you knowledge. What you do with this knowledge is what you do with this knowledge. That's as much as we can do. But as much as hands on as we want to be, history has taught us when you're too hands on, shit gets too crazy or they become too dependent. When you're too hands off, guns in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, it's easier said than done to find that balance, though. Yeah. So on a on a higher note, this was this was like kind of like funny news. Did you hear that uh, Haiti's amputee World Cup? That the Haiti finished fourth in the amputee World Cup. The soccer. I did. I saw that. <laughs> Yo, I was like, I didn't even know they had an amputee World Cup. Yo, you know what? So in 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 to the conversation that we were talking about before, they they. They 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 treat Haiti as if it was that that intertide kid that always was coddled, and they never took him. They never stopped coddling him. That's how Haiti's treated. They never stopped coddling us. So now we don't know nothing else but being coddled. I don't know. What so you to mean. see an amputee team, to see an amputee team, like they're not giving up. They're going all out and playing like. With one yeah. leg. With one leg. Soccer. Son, soccer. I can't even play soccer with two legs. Yo, I was I was looking at him like, yo, I wouldn't want to play one of them on their good on their bad day. Like, son, they whipping my ass with one leg, son. I'm like, I'm like, damn, yo, like for, for so many times we can get people can look down. It's so easy for us to look at ourselves and look up and be like, shit. <laughs> we just did that. <laughs> I know finishing fourth, it may okay, it may not be first, but shoot, that's a lot. I'm sure they worked really hard to get to fourth place. <laughs> what? That's 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 that um <laughs> that fourth place right there, man. I tell you, like like even as a bad joke, even as a bad joke, it's so like tough because it's like, damn, would you want to be in that room when they talking shit? <laughs> Probably not. You don't want to be talking shit in that room. They're going to play you. It's not going to be the nicest game of footsie either. 
So on another good note, one of my favorite Haitian bands of all time, Tabu Kumbo. Yeah. You know they you know they're still touring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they still touring. They're about to be in Panama. Oh man, and the, you know the group has turned fifty five. Oh my god. <laughs> and they're Have gonna they be honored. any new music? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> they have so much. Yo, you're talking about like 30 years over what 55 years of music? They yeah, have so much. The, the, the band it's the band itself is turning 55. Is what is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh god. Shit. So they're gonna be honored. They're gonna be honored at the Queen's Gala, and comedian Sid Drew is gonna host it later this Whoa, month. Sh- that's fire. Yeah, man. So that man, I, I would love to be there, man. Tabu Combo Sidro. <laughs> we in there. Man. I would love to be there. I'm about to bump that Sidro special, man. I've been I've been watching them shorts and I can't I can't watch it in silence, yo. Like I, I I usually use it to keep me awake while I'm on my overnight shift. But I be getting mad loud. I gotta take break and shit, like waking the kids up in the middle of the night. Yeah, man, you gotta give it up to these Haitian filmmakers and these content producers. They, Yo, they 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 doing it up lately, and we have to be able to shine a bigger light on them because we have to be able to show that okay, we're we can do this too. We can we we're funny too. We can make movies too. And exactly, we can do it all just the same as everybody else. And they gotta literally start respecting when we say we're gonna do it. Yeah, we can be filmmakers, we can be movie makers, we can be comedians, we can be artists, we can be musicians. Like, they got Afrobeat that's blowing up right now, continuously blowing up. I love Afrobeat. You know, um, Rain Gang got his, got his shine and continuously get his shine. So I'm like, yo, Haiti been right there next to America this whole time, and America has never embraced compa. Like, look how Americans and Black Americans are embracing Afrobeat. And we can't even get a chance to embrace to embrace compa. Now we got Af- we got Haitians who are also doing film. You know, like we got to embrace the films, the Haitian films, like the Haitians be embracing the the uh, the Nollywood films. We watching all these African films, and we got people like Jaquil who's making films, and we got to start to uh, embrace the Haitian films as well. So I I, I vote that we start doing Haitian parodies. I'm gonna I'm gonna gladly start putting my voice over on anything and everything I feel like it just because the more you know the, the more everyone sees our, our culture's voice, our hears our voice and our language being spoken, whether it's a show they've seen before or a show they just feel like hearing, you know, the Haitian version of is it's it's something more. Cause like I agree with you, man. Like we need to be everywhere. We I want our own channel. Yeah, so Jaquille Constant, he's gonna have his film at the um at the Cannes Film Festival. His film is Haiti is a Nation of Artists. So that mm. film is gonna be at the Cannes Film Festival. And that's that's big because this is exactly what we just saying. Haiti is a nation of artists and we need to appreciate our own art and be proud of that and show it off. You know another thing too is I wonder I wonder how much um Haitian art is like in the VR space. I've been like, like, that's definitely one of the next steps. I've been pushing further and further for me to get in there, but you know, works crazy, bro. But, um, 
I think if if we can get ourselves into into more of VR space, we can take that over faster with showing off and doing what we're doing on top of with what's going on now because now it's something that we can build while while we're you know funding what we what we need. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, how them dogs doing so far? Bro, we're breaking all the stigmas, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Yeah. They said they wasn't supposed to be hanging out for a year. They said we were supposed to cut all the balls and all of that. Nope. Everybody's still intact. They playing nice in the house. Like they didn't get pregnant yet. No, no, we're keeping them separate enough. <laughs> we, track, we keep that tracking, you know. But yeah, you'd be surprised, bro. They play around like big kids, man. I'm trying to make videos of Vela talking curl to, to Kovu. Yo, so um I just was I was just drinking this coffee, man, and Cantave de Saint Mark, and it was just so good. The only thing that I can compare it to was Cafe Bustelo. It was just so hard for for me to, you know, go against Cafe Bustelo. Because you know that's what we grew I, up on. I know, but bro, when I tasted this coffee, I was like, man, <laughs> I think we got a, I think we got competition with Cafe Bustelo. Yeah, I definitely would like you to um to meet the founder and to have a discussion with the founder of this coffee brand, Cantave de Saint Mark. I think you'll love the coffee, and I gotta send you some of the coffee, man. But like for real, for real, I gotta send you some so you can taste it. Like it was just, it was just tasty. It was one of those those brands that were, you know, how I knew it was good when I started putting it in a coffee maker, right? And I walked away. And I smelled it. <laughs> I was away. It was I was in another room, and I could smell the coffee brewing. Then I was like, "Yeah, this is some, some good coffee." But <laughs> you know, you can smell it from another room, and it's calling you, <laughs> like, like Peppy Lip you, <laughs> or like what you call that, like that 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 mouse with the cheese. <laughs> oh 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 oh! Forgot what cartoon was that? You remember that cartoon? That was uh, what was it? Rescue Rangers, I think. Yeah, oh, Chippendale, yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> yeah, you know that fat mouse when he was smelling that cheese and he just crawled to it. Yo, that's I how, know. That's how I was with the coffee, man. Don't get me wrong, man. I've been trying to get. I've been getting in and out of my coffee. I mean, you know, I'm a big Bustelo fan, but like when I be out and about, you know, going to these restaurants and shit, I'm like, all right, let me try something. But like, I, I get, I understand what you mean. Some of these coffees be hitting different. And, some I was watching this uh this special on like coffee specifically, and even if you use the same type of coffee over and over again, like like other places, different ways, different setups they way to make it, it's always gonna give you a new experience. So I can't like yeah, I'm down, bro. I'm down to try yeah. new coffee. So I definitely want to introduce you to the founder, Claude. He's a he's a Rastaman from Brooklyn, you know, and he's Haitian and he's doing this thing. The coffee has so many different flavors and so many different brands, and he has a lot of a lot to say. And I think you have a good relationship, and I think you have a good conversation with this man. Yes, yes, sir. Brother. Yes, sir. All right, all right. Yeah. Mr. Deville, this is Claude Cantave. Cantave, meet my bro Deville. Very How you doing, Claude? Nice. 
Devil, oui, le devil. Ok, monsieur Devil. <laughs> Donc, on a le devil. Devil. Oui, It's not not too many people we could just you know call up and be like yo can we have a conversation and put and, and put you on blast like we appreciate you reaching back out man. So we're talking about coffee, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell us. I love this. I love he right. He ready. He ready. So yeah. yes, we we was, we was talking about some coffee. So I got a, the first question I got for you off rip. Sorry to, to cut you off, bro. Um, but um, like he the way he described this coffee was like. You know, it would it would lift him from his lift him from his bed and, and you know drag him into the in, into the, the kitchen. You know, like the like the old school Folgers commercial where like you don't even got to sing the song. You just get up. I'll I'll wake up there. Yeah. Well, uh, if you look at how coffee grows and and where coffee comes from, it's 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 usually hills and mountains, and um, the word Haiti itself means mountainous land. Land of mountains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, if 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 mountains have something to do with quality of coffee, then Haiti should, you know, scientifically be able to produce some great coffee. Just just look at it physically. So, and and the other thing is that uh, where coffee is found found is usually like, um, oh. You know where, where coffee originate is where you find people who's very who have a culture very connected to the land and uh, places like East Africa, even West Africa, mm -hmm. and uh, even in our own culture in Haiti, our own culture. When you look into uh, the, you, they the the people's culture is 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 a lot of the time. Uh, signified by voodoo it's a it's a religion or culture that's very earth connected and earth bound and having to do with the things of the earth so uh coffee is, is is very spiritual also like that you know a thing about haiti and coffee coffee has been a way for haiti to see itself out of a lot uh and history for example when uh a, a tax was placed on haiti just to be able to have exchanges and trades with countries of the world. They had to come up with currency and they had to come up with a way to pay the extortion that was being placed on them. And coffee was the way they did it. Coffee is the backbone of the Haitian currency. So in, in essence, coffee is, is kind of like the backbone of Haitian wealth. Wow. You so, know? You, so you mean that that huge debt that when Haiti freed themselves, yes. and then you know everybody was like, "All right, well, you still got to pay for freeing yourself." So you know, give me that money. Yeah, it was coffee that helped coffee. pay that off. It was not just coffee, but coffee played. A, coffee was one of the was one of the the, the commodities that they had for mm -hmm. exchange. Oh. At one okay. point, Haiti exported like I think almost forty percent. I'm not sure of the world's coffee. That's a small wow. place to be producing that much yeah. coffee to the world that's that's how they generated their wealth that's that's a way they generated the wealth and also made them something that you know not that these white nations were trying to they were not trying to recognize or or, or allow haiti to be america came back and undid all that but i'm just saying for a period of time where haiti had grace where haiti was one of the wealthiest nation in the western hemisphere coffee played a part in that It was coffee, it was sugar, it was cotton, 
it was indigo, but coffee was a was a major because Haitian coffee was so special that it, it you know it was in demand that that world. I didn't even know the value of Haitian coffee until I went to Japan. What? Mm. You yeah. said Japan? Yeah, I was on tour. I'm I'm because I I do music. I do reggae music. I produce reggae music. I have a label. I do sound system in 19 in the in the 90s, 1998. Oh, I was on wow. tour in Japan. And I was in Kyoto and there's a restaurant in Kyoto named Haiti. What? And <laughs> I, I was shocked like the the, history, the restaurant is named Haiti. Like, you're yeah, blowing my mind right now. Huh? <laughs> you're, 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 you're blowing my mind right now. No so idea. I'm like, I want to see what they got, you know? So when yeah. I got, when I go in there, they have stuff like curry. They have all kind of Caribbean variety food. But they really have two things in there that's specifically Haitian. And that they're just based on those two things. These people were basically, I mean, they had a couple of Haitian dishes, but these were the two authentic Haitian things that they had that they were calling the place Haiti. Was they, saying, had what, what they, rum, they had oh. bubble cool rum and they had Haitian coffee. <laughs> I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there. Woo! I'm you understand? <laughs> and, then they, and then they started to school me on how good the coffee was. Yeah, Yo, maybe we should have called the podcast Baba Cool and Coffee. Man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Baba Cool and Coffee. So I, I was like, wow. wow. And and uh, and and basically, you know, you know, like I mean, if I didn't go there, I wouldn't I wouldn't get an inclination of I mean, you know, from Brooklyn, I wouldn't get an inclination of like the global importance that's placed on that, on, right. on, on a commodity that's coming from Haiti because it is coming from Haiti because the soil and the mountains of Haiti produce that quality of coffee. Okay, so, so tell me what it was like growing up Haitian for you. Well, uh, I was born here, but my mother brought me to Haiti when I was like a few months old. So I was I was raised by uh, by by my grand by my grandparents from both sides. Uh, mm. I grew up a little bit in the countryside in Saint-Marc and, and in Port-au-Prince. Um, uh, I went to school there. From Port-au-Prince. What did you say? Kipati, Haiti was Kipati. Like what part of Port-au-Prince? Because I, I mean, I lived in. Oh, I lived in several parts. I live in Fontamara. I live in Grand Rue, like Boulevard Jean-Jacques Dessalines. I live in uh, in Caridad. Mm -hmm. All right, you know, I live in parts of Port Prince. And then the Simar, I live, what you say? I, sorry, the reason why I ask is because I understand Port Prince is huge. Port Prince two, is huge. And I want to visit like, some uh, spots, but only when they're safe. So I want to know the names, so I don't go to the wrong spot. You know how Brooklyn yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's you like the wrong corner. It's like it's like if you say Long Island, you know. Yeah. It could, it could be Hempstead, could be Uniondale, could be. Could, could, could be a, a, a free town, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, see, we, uh, there's we, a lot of suburb within, huh? We understand each other. Yeah, there's a lot of suburb within Paul Press. Uh, but okay. uh, uh, that's I, that's where I mostly lived. But I also mm -hmm. spent some time in Semak, and I went to school a little bit also in Semak. And Semak mm -hmm. is very slow, it's countryside, it's like uh, it's hills and there's, there's the sea. It's slow. It's not much 
when I was growing there, it wasn't too much of a car vibe. It was more like a bike vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, bike or motorcycle? Motorcycle, but bicycle. You know, everybody has a bicycle. Bicycle. You know I mean? <laughs> if you got a motorcycle, you better. 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 Also, check it out. Haiti, when Haiti was independent, the only country in, in Africa that, the only country in the world that Haiti could model itself after that would give you that recognition that they had something to draw from was Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and, and a lot of, in a lot of ways, Haiti is a resurgence of, 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 uh, of, of, ancient African glory in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. It, it, it was the first of its practice. Toussaint Louverture, uh, he, he was kidnapped in, in an attempt to kind of like make an arrangement to bring his people back to Africa because he was descended from royalty. So uh, Hades, 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 Africa. Mm-hmm. Haiti's Africa is just because of politics and a lot of it has to do with the United States of America and, and their sphere of influence that keep Haiti disconnected from Africa politically. Well, Even in I recent love... time, in, in, in uh, 2000 something, Haiti had made a bid to, to, to be part of the, the uh, African Union. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was big time news. Yeah, so... You know, so there's always been that. Haiti was founded on that. Haiti was founded on the, on the principle of being Africa. Any black man who found himself in Haiti was 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 liberated in the time when black men was 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 kidnapped. You know what I'm saying? And, and enslaved and and, and and you know. So coffee again, the the places that are known for coffee. Originally is East Africa, Ethiopia, Kenya, those those parts, you know. High and hills, just like Haiti. High hills, exactly, just like Haiti. So when Christoph, Hungry Christoph, had to set up a currency that became the good, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. what what went to back the good was coffee. Oh, so it's like the money didn't mean nothing if the coffee wasn't so good. It be because the no. coffee was such a hot commodity that's like no, something like, you would have to go there and deal with them on that so their money was based on that they had, they had to that because they had to carve their own principles of of being independent nobody in the world was gonna give them this i was gonna say it sounds like you made it sounds like coffee was like their version of gold for a while just yeah, to make I mean, sure they had money the now land. you got it now you got it got you yeah. got you okay yeah not just coffee sugar also and yeah, yeah. Sugar, I, I, okay. I remember sugar was a main, a main commodity of, of, of Haiti as well. Yeah, con. But say con yeah, sugar cane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You want sigla in, 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 Oh, indigo. indigo. See, yeah. indigo. indigo I'm learning now. A world export in indigo that was ah. at the time used even before they had uh, denim. Denim is a, is part of Haitian culture from way back. That's Whoa. why it's you. That's why it's so. Part of um, a lot of voodoo ceremonies, you see, denim is represented. It was and that's how. It was. That's it, what it I'm calling. One of the that's things it. that we had as as one of as one of the is one of the one of the things that 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 that, that was produced out of Haiti that was a cornerstone of their wealth. Wow, Gene. So, 
is in a whole different light now. Yo, like, you know how <laughs> you know? many light bulbs are popping off? So, like, so the thing is that we got to go back and build our wealth. They're not going to give us anything, but it's there for us. Yeah, so I what mean, is your opinion on, on all the things that is going on in Haiti? Today, yesterday, the day before that, it's a continuation of the American occupation. Ah, so you see it as an American occupation of Haiti? What'd you say? It is. I mean, yes, I'm not gonna say that we don't have anything to do with it, but like, you know, if you go to prisons, you'll always be able to find criminals. You know, if you go looking for criminals, you'll always find criminals to, to empower to do. To do the crimes you want them to do, you know, giving them it. guns. Huh? Yeah. What do you think they, they get those those? They don't, yeah, we don't have no guns. We don't have no. You know, we they oh. they they supply the guns. You know, we can't we can't even find food. What do you think we're gonna go find? Well, we're gonna AK-47? get guns. It's, listen, this is something that they do everywhere. In 1980, in 1980 in Jamaica, because the socialists were so empowered that there was no way that the country was gonna revert from socialism. They flooded the country with surplus guns from Vietnam and Jamaica so that yeah. they can have, so they can, so that the, 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 the U.S. back, uh, 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 capitalist, um, uh, sympathizers could, you know, could Take over. have that much unrest in the country that, you know, the people who really want the country to work just have to back back down and let America have their way. So at that time, Cuba was the threat. Russia was the threat. Grenada was the threat. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they aligned it like that. So right now, uh, unrest is is very is very is very profitable. Yeah, <laughs> wow, I agree. That's a good way to put it. You know, that's so a good way to put it. The, the agents that's gonna cause that, they they're gonna keep them in place. You know what I mean? For that to continue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yes, we need to get our politics in place. We need to get we need to get the country back in our hands. But uh, I almost feel like the people have to like exist independent of all that. But how? So, I was gonna say as a quick segue, right? So, like that's that's this is a, this is a question that I find kind of tough as well. Because with you know we gotta help, we gotta help, we gotta help. But like sending help is not helping as much as we can. You know, providing money is not helping as much as we can. But right now, the best help I feel like is is sharing the knowledge that we that we that they don't have or that we have, because at this point in time, they think it's it's you know, you know, super amazing getting over here. They do all this trial and tribulation, risk their lives to get over here, and then literally end up in jail because they they read the wrong they read the wrong paperwork or yeah. they filled out things wrong or they didn't they drove thinking it was fine and. You know their license isn't as, as up to par as they thought. Like, and then then their their well, lives just look the way they look. Yeah, you're having a, a balance of understanding on both sides of, you know, what you have here and what you have here. Um, what knowledge you have currently, we can help you grow it. Yeah. So instead of you thinking you can just do this, you can do a lot more with your skills. Well, the, whoever controls your means of survival control your revolution. So exactly. How, so, how, so, however you survive and whoever control that control, whatever you're gonna do. So until we until we up the education though, because uh, sooner or later we're gonna figure it out. Your business that you started. Yeah. Can you can you speak a little bit about its origins? Like, how did you well, like get I said, started? This, this trip to Japan. 
it, it just made me, it just like opened me up, you know, like, cause I remember drinking coffee since I was like, uh, you know, this is the thing about Haiti growing up <laughs> in the countryside. The youngest kids be drinking coffee. Five years old. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, however, you know, so I remember drinking good coffee. Yeah. You, know, like, <laughs> you, it, you could drink yeah, it. Cafe Jour et les oh, yeah. yes. Cafe show. You, you, like you call the show, you know, uh, like you call the, the program. Uh, um, Cafe Acre. Yeah, Cafe, Cafe, Cafe Acre. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's our breakfast. That's how we start our day. But you know, I think we just drink all these coffees sometimes. We forget how good Haitian coffee is. You can't forget because you could have something different so long that you know what I'm saying. You're like, yeah, this is how 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 coffee supposed to taste. Well, this is this is the thing about Haitian coffee. It has its own flavor, mm-hmm. and uh, so like I said, this first trip, uh, it made me it made me feel it made me it it opened me up to like that that we have this uh, this treasure, right. you know, nice. coming coming from Haiti. And um, and also uh, in my own history, my grandfather that my one of the things my grandfather did was cultivate coffee, and he was a farmer in his time, and I'm named after him. And uh, you know he's from the countryside, but through farming he was able to educate his children and allow them like a better life that I can you know what I mean be doing my part in life right now you know so. Uh, it kind of like, you know, like in a way it's it's like a, a romanticized kind of like feeling like, oh, my grandfather did coffee and maybe this is something that I could, I could get into. So I always felt like I always, I wanted to get into coffee, wanted to like. Um, continue the legacy. Continue that legacy, but find, yes. find a way to represent the coffee enough in the market that people can say, well, there is something there with this coffee. It's not just a mm-hmm. coffee. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's so many it. good coffee in the market. On the market, like you're saying, Bustelo, and a lot of Haitians are, are, are satisfied with that. You know, so uh, I wanted to to make make the mark for the coffee because in studying about the history of the coffee, I found out that the coffee was so renowned that at one point in the world, it uh, at one point in history, it provided a large percentage of, of the coffees in the world. So um, there is something there. So um, as always, you know, if you have, if you, if you come, you know, because this is a capitalist controlled world, if you come to the marketplace with, 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 with a commodity that of value, then, you know, that's in a way that's kind of like a weapon, like what the Arabs did with oil in the seventies. You know what I'm saying? You have yeah. something that you have something to bargain with, you know, um, so we did some research and we tried several different farms, different farmers, different, you know, coffees. Um, and we're continuing to, you know, research different coffees, different, because, uh, you know, we, we're going for flavor, yes. you know, we go for different, different flavor. Like, you know, like, it's like, if you're going to buy apples, there's so many different varieties of apples. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you could be into this apple, your... that apple. So I, I, I feel with the regions of Haiti, they produce different types of coffee. The north produce a kind of coffee. The central, uh, closer to the sea, produce a different kind of coffee. The central, closer to the part, closer to the Dominican Republic, produce a kind of coffee. Uh, parts to the south, 
you know, the Southeast producer kind of coffee. So it's, it's different flavors, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, and if we could, if we could present like, you know, you know, quality product, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, who we are, what, if the product is of a quality, people will go for it. So that's really what I'm trying to bring. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make the mark for Haitian. I'm trying to make the, 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 I'm trying to make the argument for the quality of coffee Haiti produced by, by sourcing, you know, two different farmers, you know, different flavored, good tasting quality coffee. And at the same time, working, trying to work directly with, with, uh, with, the, with the farming coffee collective so that they enjoy directly the profit of what's being made. So without going to a systematic of like, you know, um, um, whatever, you know, uh, that. So what would, what, what's your favorite flavor though? Like is this, since you're trying to get flavors from all around the Island and all and from different areas, that means you probably got like a different flavor profile is what you kind of like. Well, we, 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 we keep bringing different, different flavors, but there's two flavors I keep consistently. One is the Artibonite and the other one is the Miel. The Artibonite, most people who, who have it say this is the traditional Haitian coffee they they have. It's more full-bodied, it's it's more it's more darker, a more darker kind of like roast if you want that. But hey, Haitian coffee, you can't really roast it to a dark roast, which is a secret about Haitian coffee that That's people okay. don't know. If you roast it too dark, it loses the flavor. Then it becomes like a Starbucks coffee. It's not good. Because I was gonna say you get that burnt taste. Yeah, it's that burnt taste, but a lot of people go for that because they come to just drink coffee tasting like that all the time. They get used to it, but then you you lose the flavor of the coffee when you when you when you uh, roast it to that to that to that level. You know what I mean? That's and why when they taste. Coffee. Hello, I didn't yeah. That's why when they taste Cantave de Saint Mark. It's yeah. saying, Mark, you see the difference. It's like it's yeah. like when you've been in a bad relationship. You mm. don't know nothing but a bad, but the bad relationship. But then when you meet a woman that treats you good, that loves you, you're like, oh my God, what was I missing my whole life? <laughs> it's like that. You know, you're used to the bad. You don't know what you're missing until you get a taste of the, the good stuff. Yeah. So um, so these these two, the two coffees that, that I keep regularly is the is the, the one I call Cafe Miel. Mm. And and the other one is the artibonit. The artibonit, like I said, it's more it's more the regular Haitian flavored coffee. You know that's you know like it tastes like regular Haitian coffee. The miel, I call it miel because it's a little sweet, mm -hmm. but there's no sweetness added. What it is is like the coffee is picked with the fruit and with the because coffee is a fruit, it's a berry, right? Mm -hmm. What they usually do, they they wash the berry off it. And, and and let it dry mm -hmm. and when okay. they and after that they roast it mm -hmm. so that's your regular coffee now the miel one it's it's dried with the berry on it with the fruit on it yeah so it's a little so sweeter when so when it's roasted it's it slightly have a sweeter flavor like yeah, I, want, I want me some of that know? miel I, I was gonna say that name sounds crazy yo that but miel. Yeah. So that's but why we I was like, miel. I want some of that. But let me tell you, that process is called honey process. Oh, oh meal. 
Miel, miel. No, no, saying like the the like miel means honey. Miel. Miel. Oh, miel, like like sibo miel. Sibo miel. Oh, wow, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so that's why we call it that because they call it honey process, which is just a process of of doing the coffee, and 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 that process is is ecological because uh, it it saves on using water. So mm. like the water, like you know the water, the extra water they would use to 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 wash all the berries off. They don't yeah. use that, you know. Instead, it it, it it it's clean, but it remains with the berry on it. So and the berries not washed off it, so you get some of that in the coffee flavor. So most people go for that. Most people go for that, but I still like to keep the atibonit because if you want the real Haitian flavor coffee, this is it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could add your own sweetness to it. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. also characteristic of of um, of Haiti that that I like. You know, there is you know it has this particular flavor. And um, when I started this thing, I go to Jamaica regularly to record artists because I still run my label. The name of my label is Black Redemption. I still run it. I still go there and work with a lot of the veteran artists and, 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 and roots, reggae artists. And uh, I was in the mountains, in Blue Mountains. And because and, uh, their coffee is renowned, renowned. I don't know if you guys know that. For sure. <laughs> I yeah. know that, yes. So when I was there and I was talking to some farmers and then he was just telling me, well, they have a long history and the history go back to the Haitian Revolution. And I was like, how did that happen? He said, well, when the Haitian life. Revolution happened, the slave masters who had to save their, their plantation, they basically transplanted the coffee yep. plantations from Haiti to the Blue Mountains because the yep. Blue Mountains have the same level because it's mountainous in the same, you know, the same, the same, the same yeah, height yeah. level mm -hmm. as the mountains in Haiti to reproduce that quality of coffee. Yo, but Uba got your Jamaicans, no? Man. I didn't know that until the Jamaican told me that. Whoa, some, some of them, they would so keep that I a went secret. To the blue, no, it's a yeah, farmer it's that, from the Blue Mountain who told me that. So That's a secret. That's Jamaican you know, history. So that's I not Haitian Jamaican history. That's you know a what Jamaican I mean? that's who told me the history of their farming. They, he didn't know. Wow. He didn't. He didn't know I'm Haitian, and he didn't know like I'm. I'm into coffee. Yo, if he knew you was Haitian, he probably wouldn't have told you that. Right. <laughs> you see? That's what I'm saying, yo. <laughs> I tell you, yo, Jamaican. I'm telling you, he, yo. he told me he's like, yeah, you go back to the Haitian Revolution, and I was like, what? Because this is Jamaica. <laughs> like, how can you know? So then he broke it down like yes they 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 bought it here to continue it because the mountain have the same level and you know and, wow. and he broke it down scientifically it makes sense yeah you know like they could reproduce the same thing they were doing there there because of the the, the conditions are the same but it's not every mountains in Jamaica is as high as the blue mountain so the, the other thing I was going to add... But many, add many that, mountains in Haiti have that height. I was going to say, so um, in, there's, a, there's a, a few history books, not history books, but um, kid books, I should say, that I got for my kids from the, the Thoroughborough the uh, books or something like that. I'll get the information for you. But um, he had a story about Makandal, which is a, a Jamaican slave that um, was out in Haiti and helped with the revolution and stuff like that. So when it came to like the history of how Jamaicans and Haitians worked so well together, that story alone would be 
like priceless if yeah, it was I mean, like known, but it, it's so it under undersold. That time it wasn't like that. We weren't thinking like I'm Haitian, I'm Jamaican. No, nope. like the condition was like it was us versus them. Exactly. And Haiti is the first place that gave us, all of us, wherever we were, if we look the way we look, some way to just be, you know, with the men off our back. So Haiti, everybody, Haiti. everybody was trying to do that. Christoph, Christoph was from Grenada. Mm -hmm. I, th I think what it is with Haiti is when you get there, you don't think about us versus them or whatever. It's, it's, what can we all do to better all of our situation? Yeah, and if all of us, exactly, <laughs> exactly. If all of us are suffering, we should help each other no matter yeah. what. Yeah, so like so it's a constant that was the basis of stuff. the Haitian Revolution. The basis of the of the Haitian Revolution was to create this place that wherever black people, black people was living this country and going to Haiti. Yep, because it was free in Haiti first. Yeah, because they were free there. Suluk, Suluk sent ships to New Orleans to bring slaves, slave, French-speaking slaves, you know, to Haiti, to freedom. Yeah. The first, you know, the so, first round of translators. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, like these histories also, it's not in their best interest for us to know these histories. Right. Because it shows that if we come together, really, what we can do. So, back to, like, the question you were asking me about the things going now and what we can do, you know, mm -hmm. um, I don't think the politicians are the answers. I don't think the government is the answers. No, the the let's go. Let's go. I for think sure. the people is the answers. So I think the people have to kind of like do grassroots, pull together, however way they can, whatever way they can. Education is key, like you say, because if people don't know, then, then they're not going to yep. be able to do, you know, that education and self-sustainability here yeah. and in Haiti is something something that should be well taught automatically. Yeah. Like when you get here, learn how to like learn how to grow your your vegetables, learn how to to um get your meats, you know, deal with your farmers locally, stuff like that where you're not worried about the store having enough meat or the prices going all the way up. Now you're worried about two three jobs when you should be like growing more vegetables and tending to your yeah. house. And that's that's one of the things that the world bank as a as a as an agent of colonialism do they stop the people from producing the thing that they can they can be independent from they can you know that that that, that they can be self sustainable from you know like yep. Haiti produced high quality rice one of the things the world bank imposed on Haiti that they stop farming and producing rice and they import rice that's crazy yeah yeah white imagine rice. How much rice Haitian people eat? Ah, that's, right. That's gonna, and they produce they produce such quality rice that yeah, people from on, India, outside. people from China, people from 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 uh, 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 um, uh, Thailand are farming rice yeah. in Haiti. I was gonna say I get my Haitian rice from the Thailand market down by exactly. me. Exactly, they, they they had that market cornered because the Haitians <laughs> are not allowed to farm farm rice themselves and export it themselves because the yep. World Bank imposed a stop on that. That's crazy. And then they have presidents, uh, the all of them if, if from America. What they did was they started importing the white rice 
and then they they have it at such a cheap rate that they people didn't want to buy the Haitian rice anymore. They would rather buy yeah, the white rice because exactly. it was so much cheaper. Yep. And then when the white when the, when the Haitian rice go out of business, then they raise back the price of the white rice again after that. Yeah. And it just cripple the economy. Yeah. Restart the Haitian rice and then don't sell it to them only. You know what I mean? They only export the Haitian rice. You know that. You, you know that's that a, a rice, thing that. that rice is 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 our gold. We have to go back into farming as much we have as to possible. Because this is this is the gold yep. that we have. This is the wealth that we have. Is the land. The land. We have to farm yep. the land as much as possible. Keep that's, it healthy. Exactly. So that's exactly. the way we're not gonna go hungry. Exactly. That's, that's all the political is. games, all these dress up nice suit and come in on TV and make nice speech. It doesn't help the people any. It, it, it riles up the, the people killing each other and, and none of the sides, none of the sides have nothing to do with the people, man. It's all what America wants and what, what, what other nations want and, and how Haiti can play a role in, 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 in kissing up to these countries. You and, know how crazy um, it would be if, if they came over here and then they bought a plot of land, they, they have their all their farming and stuff and they go back to Haiti and they just ship all their own stuff back to themselves. But that hey, Haitian hard. over here can set up networks over here to help the farmers over there. You know, yeah. like they do the farming, we import the goods, and we create a market for it worldwide from the United States. Yes. Is that what's going because on with your coffee? A lot of Is us have US, you know, US citizenship, and a lot of us have great jobs, a lot of us have great opportunities, are able to do these things. And we have to start thinking like that, like you say, instead of like sending money, sending clothes, because those things they don't last. But when you have, you know, you you know you 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 have a mass product, you have a means of production. You, you if you control you control you control something, you know. Exactly. I mean, that's not all that there is, you know. But that's a way for it, us to survive in a way where they can't say, well, they're gonna starve us into doing what they want us to do, which is what they're doing now. Exactly. Yeah. So I think to answer your question, uh, Devin is, yeah, his the coffee is grown in Saint Mark, and then you sell it in America. So that's exactly what you're you're doing. What you just said. Yeah. Well, I, a, yeah, but that's one advice. thing. That's one thing. We have so much different things. That's 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 part of the part of our wealth as Haitians that right. we have. I think. I don't know, man. I, 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 I. I don't know, because I, I don't know if we, if 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 picking up arms to fight an arms revolution is gonna bring us to where we need it's to not, be. It's not. See, it's it's not an arms revolution at this point in time. The, you what, understand what, what, what I'm saying? So we have I to do. like start thinking differently. Education is vital because a lot of us don't know, and the fact that we don't know, we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine, I, I grew up here, I grew up in Haiti. I went in Japan in 1998 on tour and discovered how big Haitian coffee is. I was 28 years old. So that, I was, that was, that's one of, that's definitely one of the questions I want to um, branch off to. But before we branch off to that, um, I, I don't want to forget to ask where we can get your coffee. Well, um, we're trying to get it at, at, at more places right now, but we've started very grassroots in a lot of Haitian stores, mostly in Brooklyn and the Brooklyn area, because that's where we are based. Um, I've, I've thought of trying to get more marketing people involved to try to get it, you know, branch out in different places. I know like in 
for example, a place like 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 uh, like Boston, Massachusetts, there's a there's a strong Haitian community in places like like Miami. There's strong Haitian communities like that, you know. Guys, guys, you know, Connecticut too, eh? Yes, nice Connecticut. So, but um, one <laughs> thing, to one thing, because of the quality of 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 the coffee and what we pay in the, the 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 farmers for the coffee. The price of the the price we charging is very discouraging amongst our people, you know. It's it's kind of pricey, but it's the best that we can do because we have to pay a major factor just to get it out of the country <laughs> right. here. You know, it's can not so much the farm just to get it out of the country into the United States is where our biggest burdens are. Up to now, none of the export companies that's doing major works in Haiti is Haitian. Wow. I mean, I like a Cijanti cat. Like, would you I've say been, I've been Cijanti? I've been following him and, and yeah. his trucking business and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, it's those type of situations I want to make sure we keep keep an eye out because I mean, people are trying to say they're trying to help, and all we can do is ask, right? Yes. So people so, like people in Boston and Miami, they can get your coffee online and you can ship it to them, right? Yeah, so right now we online we 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 are they can get it from the website they can get it on a, on this thing called Fair which does international in a lot of places. Uh, we're trying to get in in more stores. We're trying to get in more and more and more supermarkets. We're in a couple of co-ops, but most of the stores we're in right now are in in the New York City area. We're trying to branch out more because it's really a grassroots uh, thing right now. Um, But we're trying to also get coffee lovers, people who just love good coffee, to just try this coffee. Because it is cultural, it is ethnic, but uh, if you like good good coffee, just on a, on a good product basis, this is a good product. This is a good coffee. Good quality coffee made in a good way. And it's, it's organic, the, the process that, that is, you know. Um, so, Claude, so some of us say it's it to say, say, um, you know what I mean? So, we do a little explanation. You know, we let them know how important and the reason why. We important Even if it's for a weekend to sell it out or just to get that notoriety, you can sell it. You like a pop-up shop. This is the kind of network I'm trying to build. You know, so if however we can come together and do this, this is ours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, yeah. Send me some information, man. I'm I'm doing okay. a fair tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> send me your address, and I'll send you some samples first for you to try it. And if you like it, that's the strongest thing we can go with. That you like it, because then. And I'm gonna tell you. you, you know, I sadly, huh? I, I will tell you. I will. I will tell you hundred percent whether I like it or not. What I okay. thought about it. Well, first, let me, if, I, if I can get you to like it, it, then you can spread the word and 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 you can because I've I've never been to Connecticut. I don't know anyone anywhere in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see. <laughs> if I can get you to like it, you can talk to the right people for me. Uh, I wouldn't know where to start. Really, you know, like. Um, You know, like this is this is what I could do, so I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, so that's not, uh, that's I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm not. A, I wasn't even a coffee expert, but I know it, it tastes good because I've tried expert coffee since I got into the coffee business. 
And yeah. so I know it tastes good, you know, and I know it's good quality coffee. And I and I've seen with my eyes how the process of producing it is made, how it's community oriented, how it's uh, you know, the, the people come together from a village to do that. It's it's I love that process because uh Again, it's like romantic. You know what I mean? Like just mm -hmm. seeing people come together to accomplish things make me think. Because if we could come together and do stuff, if you start from the grass, from from the very origin of it, like that, and like I could think of like 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 we're now talking. You tell me like people in Connecticut, there's a lot of Haitians, and you know this is how things grow when we come together and make it happen for us. You know how can how now I have to ask how can I make it work for you? You know what yeah. I mean? And you so we can, and that's that's the dynamics we want. We want to keep it grassroots, without the corporate capitalist, you know. Yeah, the uh, monsters, I mean, yo. We don't need the monsters. They got to be a friendly family. We don't need the monsters, but when it gets good, they're gonna be there because they want. They want everybody. We got to keep this and this and the way the people are doing it, from where the coffee is coming from, is what I like the most about what I'm doing because it's working with the, with the, with the with with. With communities, grassroots disenfranchised communities for the most part, you know, sure. and we want to help these people build themselves, you know, not not look okay. The government's gonna come to this, these politicians gonna do that. What can they do for themselves? Uh, yeah. And you know, when they're empowered to do for themselves, they will do for themselves, you know. One you know, more idea and, I want to throw at you is yes. um is definitely match your 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 romanticism about how you talk about your coffee and your coffee with is the what? dispensaries. No, the way you the way you love your coffee and explain the, the way it grows, yeah. Um, definitely talk and work with some of the dispensaries around your way because if 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 they love the way they grow their, their herbs, they're yeah. gonna love the way their coffee come you know come together with their herbs, you know. So yeah, that's yeah. A, I've I've spent a, I've spent a lot of times in California in the mountains in in um in the early two thousand farming. Oof, see. See, you know, that's, the, that's the perfect time to have a cup of coffee. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, you know, the like, dispensary so, is selling so like, coffee oh, too. Oh, that would be oh, right now. You're going into harvest time. I'd be, I'd be there right now. This yeah, is the time, man. you know. And then come spring, I'd be there for the farming. And yes, and it's people pulling together because then it was outlawed. You see, right. see, that's what I'm saying. So right now, when the, when the know, temperature so, is cooling off, you yeah. get out there with the coffee as they're getting their 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 harvesting yeah. situated. It's another yeah. push, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so before we get out of here, uh, let's play a little game, right? The game that we like to play is called Pickles or No Pickles. So what we're going to do is each of us, we're going to name a type of food, right? And then you're going to tell us, Siwap me Pickles Suli or Siwap me Pickles Suli. You got it? Okay, okay. Okay, so I'm going to start off with an easy one. Dilly. Pickles all day. Okay, okay, okay. Do you put pickles on rice? I don't. Oh, <laughs> you don't. You don't. Okay. Is the rice already spicy? <laughs> rice with what? Diakiza. Uh, Yo, you know he, you know he just said he said where's the viand? Yeah, where's the sauce? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe y'all go. Oh my goodness. Um whew, let's see, let's see, let's see. Salmon. Grill salmon. Pickles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure, pickles. Agreed, agreed. Okay, okay. This one, man, I always say that if I could eat one more thing outside of my diet, it would be tasso. Tasso, yeah. I, I used to love tasso, but my mother tasso will come in. Yeah. But, but well, Sabdabu, what you say? My mule sauce pour avec zabuka. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's on the pickles. Oh, yeah. what? My mule like zabuka in the pickles? Yeah, Mama see pickles and zaboka mix. I was gonna say I put the pickles <laughs> on my zaboka. No, my mojo zaboka halfway. But my mojo zaboka awesome. Because we got zaboka, get a you can fret. That'll cool down the pickles. Sure. Yes. 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 Oh me. Yes. Yogo. Is it is it mine or Claude? Okay, okay, okay. So uh let's see. For me, it would be oh see this is this is this is this is this is for uh, you know extended family. Thanksgiving dinner, the the, the turkey. Yeah. Yes. Turkey and pinky. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I said turkey. Sometimes, sometimes they do the, the, the turkey in the oven, but get it why why for me? And it, it be you fe you fe take you on shah share. My mom bought one fe take you, cause I know. Get it like sometimes for like for like for sure, but not yeah. really. My cause I ain't doing this. This is not a thing, man. Hey, Haitian culinary is so rich, also, man. So we have we have a variety of rich dishes. That, that from from different regions, different regions have different specialties. So you know, when like you do Haitian, not, huh? when you do the Haitian seasoning, but you do the bag turkey like like the the Blumby doing for the for the holidays, it that turkey hit different. It still need a little bit of pickles, but yo, that turkey hit different. That I don't know what that bag does. I don't know how <laughs> wow. it's surviving there. <laughs> okay, last one. This one, my boy. If you if you what type of Haitian you are. Bouillon. Oh wait, wait. Um, which bouillon though? Is it like any type of bouillon? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, bouillon? That's, having, that's getting pickles. Pickles for me all day. Uh, bouillon. Yeah. Yeah. Même si, même si il y a des of course, it has pimo <laughs> in it. Même si il Well, you have to know. Si il y a they just put a little bit. You put the sauce. We want with sauce la, we want with carrot la. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, yo. You know what I mean? Like at least give me the sauce for the heat. 
But you better have yeah. Shu and Coward in there already. Yes. For the well, flavor too, man, because you got you get is the vinegar and the and and uh and how that those things uh you know break down into yeah, it's seasoning because everybody everybody recipe is different. <laughs> Claude who passed it, man. He passed the test, maybe he passed it. Yeah, he passed, <laughs> he passed, passed yo. So you know, man, we gotta keep the link, man, because yeah, um if uh, now that we've talked, you know, I'd love to maybe if we have to come to Connecticut and do like a, 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 a presentation or something like that, you know, do like a tasting, you know. Listen, uh, man, yo, you, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make it official this year. I'm, I'm like an official Haitian Creole translator. So okay. if you want to bring your business over here and and feel like, oh, you can't really translate to 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 everyone. I, I also speak conversational Spanish, like Antipan <laughs> Gaspietan. Okay, like, let's okay, get our okay. business everywhere. All right. So tell the people one more time how they can get your, your coffee. What's the name of the website? Well, the, so the website is www. Um, uh, and yes, and you can you can order from us directly, or you can go to uh, Fair which is an online service that provides uh, cultural food from all over the world. We are represented there. Um, but the website is the most direct and, and easiest way to get to get it. Uh, yo, Claude, I got man. one more question for you. Yeah. Before you go. Um, would you, if, you know, if all things go well with, if with coming out into Connecticut, you think you'd be able to um, work with Culture Shop? It's a, it's a great team I'm working with. You know, we, I'm pretty sure you heard about them. What what would yes more than more than happy to you know more than happy to any anyone that's open to welcoming us we are willing you know what I mean and um, and partnering with you know is is to me would be the best way because you know it allows us to reach more people and allow more people to play to play a role in what it is that we are doing which is working with the people directly to empower them. For their own independence and how whatever that is to them, you know. But I thank you so much for taking out the time of your day to have this time with us, and I think people will love it. Mimi, once you once you taste the coffee, I know you're gonna love it, bro. Yeah, but thank man. you for so taking the time. You gotta send me your address so I can send you some so you can try, man. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say before you go, it doesn't taste good with baboku because. I'm a Haitian that loves Bobby. Of course Barbecue, it does, man. It's a cafe. All right, man. Yo, thank you so much, man. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Likewise, likewise. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.